Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi there, we've got good news. Are you listening to more music, watching more Netflix, or spending more on online shopping? Join Media Opinions Ireland.ie, fill in our simple surveys about what you watch and listen to, and we'll reward you with one for all vouchers. Go to www.mediaopinionsireland.ie to join. Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you'll ever need in your role-playing games. I'm your host, NC Weber, here with the regular hosts. I'm Tyler Grimley. And... Ooh, it's secret sexy Darcy. And... It's just Dom. <laughs> I'm glad that not everyone's secret sexy. I'm not sure that I could cope with that Darcy today. takes the fun out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, he does. And if you're listening to us for the first time, what we do here is we take inspiration from an image, mostly a Magic the Gathering card, and then we create some hooks for you in the form of a magic trick by offering a pledge, which is the seed of the idea, the turn, which is a exploration of that idea, and then the turn. No, the prestige. prestige. <laughs> We've already been through the turn. We do prestige. a prestige. A turn, a turn, a turn, a turn. Prestige for every that actually happens a lot. So, because I'm no longer making them, so I'm just complicating your alls. So, do we want to do a getting to know you question? Oh, yes. oh absolutely. How about a festive question? How about a festive question? Why would we do that? Christmas has come and gone weeks ago. Oh, you're right. A week ago. Well, week, in the spirit ago. of a week ago, jingle, yeah. jingle, jingle, what's that? It's old St. Nick. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I'm so sorry to hear about your diagnosis. <laughs> anyway, here's my question. Uh, what's one festive thing you do on old Xmas? Uh, yep. And I'm going to throw it to Tully. What do you do? One is one festive thing we do on Xmas. Yep, one festive thing. I like thing. that you looked at me and, and then it was like, hey, we're going to go to someone else. It's because you gave me that piercing look. I was like, hmm. It's just how I look. It's Tempted the beast. Like. I pushed him too fast. I mean, most years uh, we go to the beach on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Um, this year that's not going to happen. Uh, so Why? Because I'm no, going to be no in Kabulcha. Ooh. Well, I'm going to have been in Kabulcha. Uh, so there's there's no we're all we've all been there. in Kabulcha. Yeah, we're all been, so special. Yeah, a week ago you went to Kabulcha. A week ago I went to Kabulcha. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Zane, me. Yeah. What do you do? I find someone descended from one of the uh, 202nd Legion in the Roman uh, army, and I uh, ritualistically murder them. Mmm. Yum yum. Jazz's tradition. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dom. I mean, I have like a breakfast or maybe a lunch with my family and then depending on which other members of my mother's extended family are in town, we make an appearance at my grandma's house for as little time as we can. <laughs> That's nice. Just lean out the window as you drive. <laughs> Bye, grandma. <laughs> we, we say hi to grandma and some years the, the 
people who are there are okay and sometimes they're not. Mm. I love that this started out as, hey, hey, let's get into the mood of festive. And then all three of us were kind of like, you, don't, I mean, don't it's worry. not my time of Don't year. worry, I'll <laughs> save it, I'll save it. Every year... Nobody asked. Um, <laughs> and I'm telling you anyway, every year my family has a singing Christmas ball that we bought like when we were kids, so like 10 years ago, and it still works, and it is absolutely terrible. Can you define what a singing Christmas ball is? Picture a Christmas ball that is animatronic, it has eyes and a mouth. I, I just can't. And like like a beach ball? A, you mean a bauble? It's, it's about the size of a child's head and it hangs from the Christmas tree. A bauble. Like an ornament. Yeah, yeah it's like an ornament. Okay, okay, yeah, and, yeah, and every time yeah. someone walks past it, it sings a rocking around the Christmas tree with a little See, twist. My my grandma at my grandparents' place still has, uh, I think it's called Maestro Mouse. And it is just uh, a little animatronic mouse with a keyboard. And you put these magnetic um, pieces of like plastic sheet music in front of it. And it recognises what song it is that's on the thing. And it plays the song. I love Maestro Mouse. It's, it, it's kind of cool. <laughs> he says looking at the very sceptical faces around the table. Look at me. Look at me, Tully. I'll smile at you. Mm. Oh, I, I hate that even. <laughs> I was wondering why I was like, why is it Maestro Mouse and not like Maestro? And then I'm like, no, it sounds like a portmanteau of brutal dictators. Actually, <laughs> yes, let's not do I am, it. I yes, am it Maestro. Does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, shall we get into the actual meat of the episode? Yum, 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 yum. Okay, so the hate that. card that we are... <laughs> Taking inspiration from today is called Dormant Gomazoa. And it's a blue card. Mm. And it's a jellyfish. Mm. Or a flock of te- jellyfish. Or, or a, a field of jellyfish. Or a field you... of tree fish jellies. Yeah. Or if you fail your perception check, just some normal trees. Nothing to worry about. Some normal trees with some spiky feet. Hmm. <laughs> is that a skeleton over there? Probably doesn't. Yeah, don't worry don't about, worry about it. it. Don't worry about it. And the word of inspiration is lazy. Ah. So, who wants to go first, and what are you creating? Go on, Darcy. Uh, okay, uh, I've got one. You probably wondered why I said secret sexy. Well, that's because this item that I'm about to disclose is sexy, and then later becomes... Wait, round the other way. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, so you wander it through the woods, and you find... Um, let's go with something uh, attractive. It's a staff. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's covered in uh, vines and engravings, carved vines, Car- oh. or like actual vines. Let's go some actual grown vines and some carved vines. Okay, on like a quarter staff. You bloody centrist. It's a quarter staff. Uh, uh, yeah, and let's say it's got like a curled up end. It looks like one of those ferns before they've grown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's got magical energy coming out of it. And okay, so you find a magical quarter staff covered in vines. Yep, your classic and, lazy stuff. And it's gonna be secretly sexy because you spoiled it. Well, like literally the first thing you did before tell us anything about it was you spoiled it. Oh, did I? <laughs> also, it's a yes. magical item. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, so we have vine staff. Who has who has another offer? Okay, so. <laughs> I'm uh, just, you know, taking a cue from Tully's look of terror. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing right now. Watch me pull something out of my ass in about three minutes. Such, mm, such professionalism. Do I have to watch? Yes. It's a. Vi- it's don't worry. It's not Every a visual. Every agonising second. <laughs> it's not a visual medium, so the audience won't have to. Uh, anyway, uh, as the party uh, 
they they bed down for the evening. They're in a in in a forest. Uh, it's you know it seems pretty normal. The trees are very tall trunks that none of the party, including the uh, including the nature uh, aligned party members, recognise what kind of tree they are. They're very long, tall trunks with a very strange looking uh, canopy uh, quite a ways up. Uh, in the na- the then you know the druids or the rangers might actually be find it odd that they don't recognise this kind of tree at all, but you know. Yeah, sure, it's a tree. Uh, they bed down, and provided there aren't any elves in the party ruining things by not being asleep. <laughs> can elves ruin everything? Oh, God Ugh. damn it! They, they just anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, thank fuck! I have no elves. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so they the, the next morning they realised that the trees, this way they've, they've moved. Maybe they were just on the edge of it, and now they're a bit further into the forest while they were sleeping. I swear that the trees moved a little bit. And uh, as the as the the party are looking at the trees, being like, "What's this? Is a bit odd." Just one, I swear. And they notice a, a a bird fly up into the canopy, and like land in a little knot, and then just a little puff of feathers come out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my that's my pledge. Beautiful. Mm. I was really hoping it just kind of lands out of sight, and then one single feather. I mean, that's down. that's the vibe. <laughs> that's the vibe. Just a bit more explicit, because you know, you know, you know. Okay, so we have, I'm players, just imagining you know, like. the effect from Shrek where she just sees yeah. the bird to death. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so so we have the 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 moving forest and Tully. Um so as as per usual, a party arrives in a, a strange uh, a strange location. Uh, what appears to be um, a, a forest initially from the outside instead has nothing grounded to it. It simply has vines hanging from uh, the canopy and there's seemingly no where it's it's been grounded it's just floating there right, so it's a it's a floating forest mm. with no no trunks just just vines and canopy just vines hanging in sort of collections that would look like trunks from uh, from the outside but definitely are not touching the ground okay um, right. and of course, Somebody decides to climb it. Of course. It's the rogue. The rogue climbs it's it. It's always the rogue. The ranger says, no, I'm not climbing that, and I shouldn't even go near it. And the rogue says, weak. I like to think that the ranger's just like, well, I mean, my favourite terrain is a forest, and the DM just goes, yep, you don't get that bonus here. <laughs> so, okay, this okay, is this right. not good. No. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. I don't like it. I want to hear more about... The secret sexy stuff. Yeah, you do. Okay, here we go. Combat's happened. Well, uh, I've used my staff. Ching, ching, ping, ping, pew, 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 cha, cha, cha. Right? Any of those are sounds that staffs make. But <laughs> oh, sure. no, that's the sound of, oh, well, I guess metal bouncing off wood wouldn't make that. It goes, tonk, tonk, tonk. Anyway, you're fighting. And then, uh, all of a sudden, I think the the end of the staff, the little curly fern bit, flips out. <gasps> Is it sexy? <gasps> it's sexy. It flaccidly throws itself Whoa. out in a long uh, string-like way. Oh, my God. How what? is that sexy? Suddenly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Anyway. <laughs> suddenly. Uh, you've, got a, you've, got a, you've got a gosh darn vine whip on the end of your staff. Um, my essential idea. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out on the table because I feel like this is a pretty lazy idea oh, that needs help from my friends in the end. Mm-hmm. My plan is to have this staff be... Uh, it's a druid staff. Uh, and I like the idea that anyone can pick it up. 
The idea is that the better you are to nature around you, you know, good to the trees, good to the whatever, the bears, and this, that, the other, um, you unlock more and more abilities in this stuff at the cost of your own um, class in the end. I like the idea of vines, like, ripping people up out of the ground, you know, like, coming down from the trees instead of up mm-hmm. with Entangle. But, but my idea is that, yeah, that you're getting great power, but you're actually losing yourself to... So you lose levels, or what are you mechan- mechanically having? Me- replace levels with Vine yeah. Wizard? Me- mechanically, I'm thinking you replace levels with Druid levels. You find that okay. you're not able to use existing levels, say, as you've got third-level spells. Now you can't use those. Now you can only use second-level and first-level Druid spells. Okay, that's that's interesting. Maybe when as you gain levels, you can give those levels to the staff and basically treat it like a another player and swap out different abilities. Or, well, no. So so basically, you plant the staff mm-hmm. and then you move, and you can cast a spell either from there or there, or or the staff can uh, do something yeah. on its own. Then maybe the staff can wild shape. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like, like less like a magic item and more like you've given. Uh, a druid hexblade, or, or, mm. pa- or not hexblade, pact of the blade. Pact of the blade. Pact of the blade. Perhaps the twist is then. I was, I was thinking hexblade, um, but like imbuing a specific weapon. I've, I've not done warlock very much. There. Well, perhaps perhaps the twist is then that you can't pick it up if you're a druid. I think the idea is that it's trying to convert sure. someone who might naturally right. be quite violent. Quite so maybe then all levels that you take after that must be in druid. Yeah, oh, until you're able to find a way to get rid of this staff. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, and I think perhaps well, I'll talk about it in the next section. But I think perhaps imbuing this staff with a bit of personality, a spirit, or a voice, or a something in this. Oh, staff. It's, it's obviously the druid that had it beforehand. Well, this is a good <laughs> cursed item to be revealed. All right, let's go to the moving forest. Actually, no, we need to know what it's called. Mmm, <gasps> yum 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 yum. It's called. Oh, it catches you all off guard every single time. I'm tip, I'm tossing up between whippy stick, uh, floppy <laughs> stiff. Why? <laughs> because it's stiff and then it's floppy. The podcast cancelled. <laughs> um, how Thank about- you for sticking with us for this long, <laughs> and uh, you can catch us yeah. on the next venture that we, we take. All, we almost made it to 2020. Uh, you know, yeah. We will be starting up a new podcast, <laughs> exactly the same. It's called Fucked. I'm calling it Bertram's Staff. There you go. <laughs> okay, Bertram's Staff. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's go back to Dom with the Moving Forest. So they've spent a night here. They've noticed that they're kind of deeper into the forest or in a different place of the forest. With the Trees have moved subtly. Yep. And, um, and a bird just got eaten by a yes. tree. Yes. Mm. The soul feather floating down and landing on the bard's nose. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's always the bard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the party, presumably, like, they want to leave the forest because they're like, hmm, this is weird. Maybe they investigate. Either way, what happens is that uh, during their, as they, as they try to leave or move deeper, whatever they do, they hear a voice come from far above. Uh, basically, it's saying, it's like, "All right, stop, stop moving, stop moving now. You're on our turf. All right, all right. Let's 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 make this. You know, let's not let's not be too hasty." And it's very reasonable sort of voice. It's just like it's you've no idea where it's coming from. It's clearly coming from high above. And mm. um, if you the if the party members try to run, they they will be attacked by these little these little imp creatures that fly Ooh. down on. On birds, uh, because that bird wasn't actually eaten; it was captured by the tiny little race of people that live in the f- in the strange lumpy canopy above you. You've won me over. 
I'm loving it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so either I, hopefully the party will uh, eventually like try to parlay with these people, and they'll be taken up to the canopy, uh, which they will see is they're not trees at all. Obviously, they're like bio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Organic city structures. It was quite. It was a bit of forced perspective going on. The mm. tr- the trunks are actually like they're still like not to human scale. Like the most party members need to bend down to get through the hallways and stuff. But they yeah. are they're buildings at the top of these. Effectively, these strange right. tall jellyfish tree things uh, and yeah they discover these people living in the tropics of these trees so are you naming the trees or the people that live there or the the city itself uh, I mean one of my one of my stimuli was settlement but I guess I'm more talking about the people now let's just yeah let's just call the like the the, the tree striders or something like okay. that can, tree I, striders. can I ask a mini question mm. if these are little people living in little trees are they big trees Oh, okay, but they're still little people, right? Oh, they're not human-sized yet. I, like, I'm thinking of them as like being imps, just for, you know... So, gnomish halfling-ish size. Sure, yeah, okay. something like that, where where it's still plausible that your party could probably... Have uh, sex ne- with one. <laughs> Thank you, Tully. Why? Yes, Tully. Uh, my question is... So could, it's- no, could negotiate <laughs> the structures and like the hallways in their area so they can't just be like, well, you can't come in because you're too big. But, so it's so it's so it's not going to be a um, a, uh, a redhead uh, magic school bus uh, scenario where they ma- they yeah what, where they, they, where they don't need to be shrunk down yeah they don't need to be saying? shrunk down to well, get into the civilization. I mean, maybe that's something you can incorporate, but it's definitely like this that the party members are too big for this are just like just able to fit inside these strange um, hollow structure things on the top of the trees. Okay, know. cool, cool, cool. All right, Tully. To you. Oh, do we have a name? Yeah, yeah the, the, the tree, tra- tree, tree striders. Stri- Fantastic. Sorry, I missed that bit. Um, I was busy making hand gestures to my player in the corner who has been busy trying to fuck my NPCs. What the I mean, fuck? What are those hand gestures, <laughs> Tully? Stop, stop, Tully. <laughs> what is the audience going to think any of that means? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, apologies. I make no sense anymore. Uh, so, as somebody begins to climb these vines uh, that have been that are hanging from the canopy... Um, they find that they don't ascend at all. Um, quite the contrary. The canopy starts moving towards them and uh, as they either climb further or attempt to get away, uh, the vines envelop them completely. And so, so it's like there's a balloon and they're pulling on the string and pulling the balloon closer to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, and as the... As the uh, the tendrils envelop the player, uh, it cocoons them in what appears to be, on closer inspection, um, the canopy, which is a fungal cap. Ooh. So what were you making again? Uh, I am making a spell slash effect. Interesting. That's going to be a hell of a prestige. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've got a floating forest... 
What's your What's yours named? Yeah, what's the name? Yeah, what's yours name? What's uh, yours called? Fungal cocoon. Fungal cocoon. Mm-hmm. Fungal cocoon. Uh, see, as soon as I know that it's fungus, I just want to burn it down. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll probably hate it. There you'll could be probably <laughs> there could be little it. people up there. Uh sure. Which is now going to be my scenario for anything. There could be a little people in there. This is what I assume Little Women is about. I haven't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, women who live in mushrooms. Back to Darcy. Mm, Bertram Staff. Bertram Staff. I've had an idea for a few little things, but I'm going to need a hand here for my twisty twist. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, I was thinking it'd be great if you're like, hey, Marie, you've had that staff for a while, right? And she turns around. Lo and behold, big old shaggy moss beard. What what what? Um, and then you've got like uh, oh she's walking along later and she's hanging out and drinking some water and then you see instead of her drinking like a weird little I don't know roots come out of her hands she's like this is just how it's always been what 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 what? And waves her hands in front of her face. Uh, I'm I'm going for comedic effect here, but then getting more and more threatening as time goes on. Yeah, oh, so you see, I thought this was just the way you talked. Yeah, well. So I I think what's happening is like after you've taken after you've been forced to take a few levels in druid. Yes. You just can't get rid of the staff. Mm. I think the staff is actually switching Bertram, who's in the staff, and you inside into the of staff. the staff. Yeah. That's cool. So that, if, if, so I guess you'd need to talk to your player at some yeah. point. I love, <laughs> I love the implication there. That imagine like it was a rogue that picked it up the first time. <laughs> that the next player, the next person to get this staff is instead of having Bertram's staff, is going to have Darcy's staff, which slowly <laughs> turns you into a rogue. Yes. Yeah, more and more wily. What would the <laughs> instead of like absorbing water through the skin, it's just like they start flipping a coin, yeah. or, like in the shadows, just like what are you doing? What, what's what are you doing about? I always hang out in the shadows. What do you? What? Starts like stabbing a knife like, between their God, fingers. You're, yeah, like, you're growing a leather jacket. How is the? Oh, this is terrible. I have, yeah, I've become cool. So <laughs> I guess that's like a cursed item that yeah. you and the way I would do it is there is another cursed item or another item that you need to secure to undo the effects mm. I, the and then that turns into a really good weapon if you give that gift to the big bad guy the, another thing that I would like to say is that this is a scenario say you've got a player who's started playing a game and then they've discovered in the first two rounds I don't really like the character I've made I think Bertram Staff is a good way of allowing your character to be uh, removed and swapped for something else that the player has made. It's a yeah. mulligan. Yeah, you, you just yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's it's a it's a story device that lets you do that without it being like, uh, see ya guys, I'm gone. Hey everybody, it's me. I'm, I'm coming in the other door. The same yeah. time. Yeah, I mean that is that is useful for a responsible dungeon master who isn't just trying to force a different <laughs> character onto one of his. Geez, they could really characters. use the druid for the next arc of this story. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ro- uh, yep, Darcy, it's you. Mm. No! All right, well, let, let's head back to the tree striders. Yeah, so uh, the the trees, yeah, it's more like, it's kind of like a living fungus slash jellyfish sort of thing going on, and they slowly but surely, the, the tree strider folk are driving these strange creatures across the land to get to their, their destination, and the party can, you know, in, inquire as to what's, what the objective of this journey is and they will make, make it clear that they're going to war and uh, the party will find themselves in a, a conflict between uh, the like somewhere between the people living inside these strange fungal tower tree things and 
the people of, of, of another forest where the, this invasive species of tree with people living inside it is about to put down roots. And I see. it's kind of a, I like it. Yeah, it's a nature versus so nature battle. Is this you. the entire civilization or is this kind of like a, like a, a war party? I would say it's probably a, it's a war party. Like these are yeah. the the like the tree fungus things are definitely like part city, part war machines. Yeah, I would say where it's like you know they live and, and work inside of them, and then they become siege towers when they really reach the other side and start. You know, they put down roots or whatever. Yeah. Mm. whatever I mean, when have, when yeah. you said that when they're going to war, like I immediately kind of thought of the Necromongers from the Riddick series. Yeah, sure, where, that's where the, a reference to get the... Uh, yeah, such <laughs> where a, the entire civilization's kind of moving and taking out mm. everything in its path the yeah. only, the only towards thing I remember some from sort that of holy destination. You keep what you kill. Yeah, and, and that's how you become emperor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and but yeah, Riddick sad. Aww. Poor Riddick. <laughs> He's sad. In charge of the universe. So yeah, make sure the leader in your tree fort is sad as well. Yeah. But I think it is an int- you could you could do you could do the um, classic uh, young rebellious prince is leading a war party old king is no, don't, don't, don't do that yeah I mean I think that part of what would make it in like an interesting and not just like oh it's a war between two things is that this is like yeah it's not the entire civilization but it's like it's a slow moving and unique sort of sort of war machine where. It, it, it does have like a microcosm of the civilization, and mm. probably multiple generations have lived inside these machines as they've trekked across the land to put down roots and take over a new forest. And it's like, well, who are you? Well, who are you to get in the way of? Uh, like, <laughs> on the one hand, they're going to take over this other forest and displace these people, but also, what purpose do the tree striders have in their lives outside of this sort of thing? <laughs> is the is the vibe where like, yeah, it is. A, Kind of a weird combination of yeah, uh, un- city and invading force. Unlike um, real, you know, when when um, non-native plants are introduced and are killing different plants, the the difference here is that your plants are being cared for. They're actually good trees. They they look after the forest they're in. Sort of. I mean, th- thus far, I mean, it's hard to say <laughs> that it's it's yeah, it's a com- it's definitely a combination of invasive species of plant and also you know some colonizing force as well. It's a kind of a weird. Weird concept. In that Interesting. Sort of That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right, Tully. Take All right. Uh, so right now we have presumably our rogue um, completely engulfed by this fungus. Uh, it looks like it looks very nasty. Um, I would be using a lot of um, porous um, spore imagery. Good. Okay, you can use that if if you want. I'd I'd be using the fungus that has a whole bunch of like little holes in it just mm. to like mm. really trigger the trypophobes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but let's move on to what it actually does. Actually, um, and after 10, 15 minutes of the party worrying about this, hacking away at it, it doesn't seem to be too bothered by anything being thrown at it. Maybe if somebody's wasting high level spells, but. I wish that there wasn't fungus on my rogue. <laughs> I mean, there. I capital W wish. <laughs> I wish I never have a party who have a wish. Yeah. Um, Just kill them before they get to what, level 17? What is it? Something like that? Yeah, yeah something like yeah. that. Um, so, what happens? It, it just decides at some point to withdraw. Just starts to withdraw up and the tendrils sort of draw away from the character. Who appears completely unharmed. In fact, 
better than completely unharmed, who appears absolutely incredible. And what was their experience inside said fungus? Their experience inside... Well, they, they come all, it comes away and there's not much effect visibly seen except for little spore marks across you know their forearms and their forehead and and just, the red overalls yeah and the red overalls mm. and they yeah they're now just a, a smurf um <laughs> now nah, so they experienced it's refreshing they actually regained uh, a lot of energy it, it felt like it was taking something but it gave them a chance to rejuvenate and and so what does that I feel like you're giving us the turn in the prestige. What happened? <laughs> Tell me what happened. Uh, they got a short rest at the cost of feeding the fungus with hit dice. Right. So, uh, like, and this becomes a renewable effect that you can use. You feed uh, your fungus with hit dice equal to what you use, and you can get the benefit of short rest in a lot less time. So they're infected with the fungus, like on a permanent basis. Yep, it is, it is stuck with them now and it gives them that... And the more they use it, obviously, the more it can grow on them. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a mechanical way to give a non-spellcaster like catnap. Yeah, it's yeah. a lazy short rest. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I like it. So what was that one called again? It was That was the fungal cocoon. The fungal cocoon. We had the tree striders and we had Bertram's staff. Yeah. Bertram? Um, I, I went Bartram, but Bertram's Bartram. fine. Okay, well, those are our uh, plot hooks for today. Um, If you would like to contribute some artwork to inspire us, feel free to do so. You can do that at podcast, hooked.podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can reach out on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter. We are on all of those. Uh, And so we have received artwork in the past and we really enjoyed it. So please contribute some and we will give you a shout out on the podcast as always we are released under a creative commons attribution non-commercial notaries 4.0 international license that means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit don't use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix transform or build upon the material in any way without asking us first but use it in your games torture your players and let us know how you go make them feel grotty with fungus Give him a floppy staff. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Thank you very much, Dom. Uh, You're welcome, I guess. He's the only one worthy of thanks. Thank you. Tully. Tully. (laughs) Thank you very much. You can catch me uh, every Wednesday on Dungeon Deep Dive, where we talk about slightly less disgusting things uh, and get sidetracked way more. And thank you, Zane. That's everyone who's on the podcast. Uh, that's the whole Goodbye, podcast. Goodbye, everyone. This is like an echo. I don't know where that's going. Quick question. What were you doing at exactly this time yesterday? If you were applying for a business loan from Linked Finance, you'd already have an answer by now. If you're getting back in business, we can help you access fast, no-hassle finance with credit decisions within 24 hours. It only takes two minutes to apply online with an answer within 24 hours. Cut through the banking bureaucracy with Linked Finance. Just search Linked Finance today. We're open for business. Life Admin. Yep. It even sounds boring. 
No wonder it goes in the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 